Welcome to the State of Energy. I'm Rand DeWitt, and that is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Hello, Tom. Hello, sir. How are you doing today? You know, uh, I, I just got done surfing the Yule Tide. You know, I dragged out Christmas as long as I could. <laughs> now it's just those great months of you know, Super Bowl season, I guess, that we have to look forward to. Well, yeah, our, our boys at the Super Bowl again. What do you think about that? I love, you know, as long as Tom Brady's not playing the Patriots, I want him to win every game. <laughs> Got to love him. Got to love the GOAT. Yeah, that was that was pretty good playoffs. And now, folks, uh, the State of Energy brings you everything you need to know about a fuel that is clean, abundant, affordable, and American. Did I say clean? Yes, I did. Uh, and Tom, what is this fuel that we're talking about well it's 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 the greatest fuel on earth the the cleanest fuel on earth it's a propane it's propane because no matter if it's for your home your business your farm for fleets of school buses or any fleet of vehicles or forklifts propane can do that it can improve the environment it actually can improve your bottom line it's more affordable We've talked about that, and we're going to get into this, and we're going to find it. We're going to let you know um, exactly what propane can do to improve your life and improve your wallet at the same time and improve the environment. And you can go to the website, thestateofenergy.com. That is thestateofenergy.com. And, Tom, when people go to thestateofenergy.com, what are they going to find? Well, first, you're going to find where to buy. So if you're looking for you, you got to start somewhere, right? you got to know where to get it. we got a cool little feature there. You can find any uh, appliances or you can find a propane provider. Uh, you'll find all of our previous shows, our previous episodes. We've got, we've got over 50 episodes we've recorded. Uh, and, and each episode's got all the information that we talk about, links uh, to rebates, links to uh, more information. Everything we discuss, you'll find on The State of Energy. And of course, if a time, in a time of uncertainty, propane is certainly there for you. And Tom, let's get into this. The, I mean, the big topic that everybody's talking about uh, these days is uh, what President Biden has done in his first few days in the White House. Um, he signed uh, an executive order uh, effectively canceling or stopping the Keystone Pipeline, uh, which is affecting many jobs. And, you know, this is the president, President Biden. It's it's his prerogative, obviously. He's the president. Um, it, it's confusing to us from our from our where we're looking. We'd love to have President Joe Biden on the show. So, Uncle Joe, if you'd like to come on the show, we're always here. We're here for you. <laughs> but it, we're just trying to figure out why this would happen. Why would we cancel this pipeline uh, when this fuel is so important to us? Yeah, it's there's a lot of misperception uh, here about this pipeline. The Keystone Pipeline has been around for a long time, and this is the extension to that, which is the the XL Pipeline. It starts in Canada. It goes through Montana down into uh, Nebraska. It's going to provide a, a lot of oil and fuel that we need for our, our country, right? And if you think that uh, this fuel that's being produced um, is just going to dry up and go away, uh, it's you're wrong. It's it's still going to get transported somewhere, and that's going to be used in some way. In some yeah. way. It's not just magically going to disappear. They're still going to get this this oil where it needs to go, and it's that's going to require trains and trucks and diesel fuel. It's it's really not going to clean up uh, the emissions that we produce by 
by shutting this down. It's it's probably going to create more emissions, if, if the truth be told. Uh, but we we do have we do have some uh, opportunity to to clean up our emissions, um, and and shutting a pipeline down probably isn't isn't some of the best uses of our our power that we have here right yeah, well i mean like you said though i mean it's gonna we, the oil is going to get to the gulf coast refineries one way or another yeah, you know it is and this it's... would be the, the most effective way because i mean it's an 875 mile pipeline would carry heavy crude and oil oil mixture from the western canada to steel city nebraska and then it would connect with another leg stretching into the gulf coast refineries it seems very efficient to me as someone that's looking at it well, do you, you have to even get deeper into this, some perspective of how much gasoline and diesel fuel this country consumes every single day. The numbers are astounding. It, it'll blow your mind. It really does. Uh, if, just gasoline. Only, and you can drive down to the local gas station. You'll pass three or four before you get to your favorite one, right? I mean, right. <laughs> it, it's it's hard to to imagine exactly how many gallons of gas. But it, the the Energy Information Administration, it's a government um, department that tracks all this. It's public information. You can go to their website. It's the EIA.gov. Uh, but what I found was last year. Uh, well, 2019 was the numbers I was looking at with 389 million gallons of gasoline consumed every single day. Yeah, almost 400 million gallons. How are we going to get around? Also, the numbers for uh, diesel fuel is insane as well. Another 128 million, uh, 87 million gallons of jet fuel and then 20, 200 million gallons of other fuels consumed every single day that's almost a billion gallons a day yeah so we think we're just going to stop this all at once <laughs> i know we need to clean up our emissions we need to to have some climate change initiatives right i mean because this if we don't do anything it will will go back to to where we were but every year or some buggy yeah <laughs> but but we we have some we have um we have alternatives to this and and propane is one of those things that will clean up the emissions more than electricity will believe it or not and you've got to look at the full life cycle of how electricity is garnered and then put out and transported and then utilized and if you look at the full lifespan propane is better for the environment yeah if you're one of these people that consume some of this 389 million gallons of gasoline every day which i'm sure you are mm -hmm. especially if you own a, a fleet of vehicles and you're, you're you're delivering goods or services think about what what you can do for your community that really has an impact more than just supporting shutting down a pipeline uh, because propane is is here, it's clean, it's affordable, it's efficient, and it actually will reduce the emissions more than buying an electric vehicle. Because where does electricity come from? We've talked about this so many times. You need coal. <laughs> well, and there's a, there's another great fact to talk about is we we see the initiative to reduce your coal uh, powered power plants, right? So mm -hmm. that that's been going on for decades. Uh, and you can see the usage of coal going down, 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 down. But what are we replacing the electricity that was produced by coal with? Electricity produced by natural gas. So now our natural gas consumption is going way up 
coal's coming down, but we still have, we still are using a fossil fuel to create the electricity. Yeah, I mean, if you just really want to take a clear look at it, look at it from start to finish on, on these different fuels and compare, um, it, it's true. And there's another, actually, another study out where propane outpaces electric for carbon footprint in trucks. It's a new study uh, out that uh, analyzes the carbon footprint of medium-duty and heavy-duty engine vehicles powered by propane and electricity. And the analysis found that the propane-fueled medium-duty and heavy-duty internal combustion engine vehicles provide a lower carbon footprint in 38 U.S. states and Washington, D.C., when compared to the electric vehicles. Yeah, and it, it just, this show's not all about just bashing electricity because we, we use electricity every day. We're, we're consuming it right now as we create this show. We love electricity, but it's not the end-all, be-all. It can't be the single source solution. We have to have a whole variety of clean energy choices. And, and propane is one of those. And in, in fact, I'm glad you brought that electric vehicle comparison to propane, because right now there's an opportunity to get some uh, grant money from the EPA in their national Diesel Emissions Reduction Act, the DERA Act. Uh, it's, applications are open right now for getting $46 million uh, from the, to reduce the Diesel Emissions Act. And you can use this money for your fleet of, of vehicles. You could do school buses, any class five through eight heavy duty trucks that are on the highway. It doesn't have to be a government agency. It could be a, a small fleet of trucks. And you know, those class six trucks, they're everywhere. You, you see them, they're, they're out delivering everything that we use every day. Uh, it's a great opportunity to, to get yourself into the propane world when it comes to transportation, uh, utilize some of this grant money because, uh, Apparently, there's some some uh, so, some of these some of these uh, incentives are going to go away with this new administration. So, jump on board with with the DERA Act and and apply for that right now. You can go to epa.gov uh, forward slash DERA. You'll you'll find those those applications. I'll, I'll we'll put that on the State of Energy too, so you can you can look that up. Yeah, and again, applications are due by March 16th, 2021, uh, and the applicants must partner with eligible entities like Clean City Coalitions to submit projects. But it's very easy, like Tom said, just go to the uh, go to epa.gov, and its opportunities funding include opportunities for funding include replacing bobtails, tank setters, and rack trucks, and among other diesel vehicles with propane autogas trucks. And there's 46 million dollars available. But you got to get going quick because the deadline's coming up pretty fast. The money will go quickly because some of these big fleets will, will jump on board with this. But uh, what a great way to reduce the emissions uh, in your community right now. And the Clean Cities Coalitions are, are great. They're all over the place. They're usually state-ran Clean Cities Coalitions. I know there's the one here, the Salt Lake City, the Utah Clean Cities Coalition. There's the one up in uh, Boise, the one up in Jackson. So they're, they're all over the country, though. So if you're listening to this in one of the many cities that listens to our show, jump on board and, and, and uh, get that going right away. And we've talked about in the past on this show how many vehicle conversion 
systems are available. And we're going to get uh, Roush on the show here pretty soon. They're going to talk about all the vehicles that they have. So mm-hmm. if, you're, if you're thinking, well, is there even a vehicle that runs on propane for my fleet? I can almost guarantee you there is. There was hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of of different vehicles that are capable of running on propane with with certified kits from the EPA they run great you can you can run uh, gasoline and propane so you get that extra distance or you could just go straight propane so uh, the options are unlimited you're listening to the state of energy my name is Randy Witt that's Tom Clark executive director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association you can find out more by going to the stateofenergy.com that is the stateofenergy.com and it's probably something else we should talk about uh, with the President Biden signing the executive order, effectively halting the uh, Keystone XL pipeline um, with jobs. There's a lot of discussion about how many jobs are going to be lost by this. And, uh, you know, if you go to our website, uh, thestateofenergy.com, we've got information on how you can get involved in the propane industry. Yeah, I'm glad you brought that up because... We have our job finder tool, findapropanejob.com. Uh, we're, we're offering a $1,000 uh, tuition reimbursement. If you are looking to change a career, you, you want to get be part of a clean fuel. You want to be part of the future because the future is going to be clean energy, right? We, we know that's going to happen. Findapropanejob.com is available for you. We got other propane companies that have posted their job openings on there and if you go to a hvac school or a driver school we'll reimburse you a thousand dollars for that education that you had to go through to get this job and and you know exactly what you just said i mean clean energy is the future but we got to stop fighting with you know pro uh, electric has got to stop trying to be the end-all be-all in our opinion um it's it's a great asset like you said we use it every day but to just to say let's electrify everything is not the answer I mean, and what, you know, I, I'm, if I may say, I mean, propane is not the only answer, but it's a big piece of the overall when it comes to really get into clean energy. Yeah, we know that we have a lot of propane available and we've got we we actually have 100 percent more than what we consume. So we're we got so much propane that we're exporting it outside of the country. It's, it's so we could use that clean fuel right here. Uh, locally in our own in our own country that would be so great for our environment and our our economic justice so you've heard a lot in the news lately about environmental justice and i know that's been part of the the new administration's push Uh, president biden's been talking about uh, environmental justice but but you have to weigh that with on the scales the the scale of justice Not only do you have the environmental justice, but there has to be the financial uh, if if you if you can't afford it, it doesn't matter how clean it is. Has to be a balance. There's got to be a balance. And and right now, the the propane industry is is super focused on getting uh, some some renewable propane into the into the system, uh, into the inventory streams. We're producing a renewable propane made from biogases. Uh, there, there's so many new things coming. And if we just drop everything, all, all this work that we've done, because the word fossil fuel scares everybody, then we, we don't get the real justice that we need to have a clean energy source that is a fossil fuel 
but that's it's not that's not a bad word. No, we we can have renewable fossil fuels, low carbon footprint, uh, and we have it available today. And it's the fuel of the future. And and you just you got to get off of just electrifying everything. Well, yeah, I mean, think about it. I mean, I mean, uh, some a lot of the uh, propane bioproducts are it's like beef fat. Beef fat is what's putting rockets into space. We've talked about it. Yeah, <laughs> isn't that great? We, we've got uh, uh, waste gas from dumps. You got waste gas, biogas from farms. Uh, there's even the new DME um, that that's even another new clean fuel that's interchangeable with propane. So there's all these options, and we keep forgetting that we need to keep exploring that because – the electrification, this, this, you just plug it in and you, you forget that there's actually emissions that go behind the wall. True. It's very true. And of course, I reference, uh, you know, propane being in outer space. We're referring to, of course, Orbex, who's launching a rocket that's going to go into space that's fueled by biopropane. And that's coming up sometime later this year. And we look forward to being there. Thank you, Orbex. We're still waiting for our invitation, but we know we'll be there, right? <laughs> we keep reaching out to Orbex, and uh, I, don't, I don't know what it is, Rand. Maybe it's your hairpiece. Um, <laughs> or that's that clip-on beard that you're wearing. You look like the CEO of Twitter right now. <laughs> Boy, I'm, you know, not to get too far off subject, but you know, this show is all about educating people that there's energy choices out there. I've never been more thankful about being able to use our First Amendment rights and talk to people about what we believe in. We believe in this clean American energy called propane, and there's there's been people censored and people canceled for talking about their clean energy ideas. And uh, this is really great that we get to utilize this show to to share with people what we're all about and, and what they can do to clean up their environment. And you are listening to The State of Energy. That is Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. My name is Rand DeWitt. Of course, you can find out more about what propane can do for you, for your career, for your life, for the environment by going to thestateofenergy.com. That is thestateofenergy.com. And Tom, what's the latest on the Ban the Ban campaign uh, that's been going on in Utah? And if you could reset that up for everyone that uh, may not have heard about this. Yeah, so Ban the Ban's... um kind of evolved from what we would see in cities and county levels uh, where a, a local mayor or local county commission would would say, we're going to ban fossil fuels by this year, right? Uh, it, and what that does to people is say, well, you don't, have a, you don't have a clean energy choice. And the most popular common one is natural gas. So that would mean no more natural gas at, at, a, at a building or a home. So the the natural gas guys got on board. It's like, well, you you can't, you know, our our fuel's probably the cleanest one that they they could get uh, currently. So in, unless you're going to put in a bunch of uh, solar panels and windmills, which we know when the sun the sun don't shine and the wind don't blow, you're you're kind of out of luck. So we should make T-shirts that say that. Very <laughs> <funny>. <laughs> when when the, so the band the bands is is really to stop. The counties and cities from choosing your clean energy choice. So if you want to use propane, you can use propane. If you want to use some other clean energy, you'll be able to use it. And uh, that bill 
has has been pretty popular around the country and it one got introduced into utah and uh it's it's made its way through the legislative session so right now you won't be able to ban a clean energy choices uh at that local level and and pick a winner we don't we don't want we don't want local mayors to pick a winner that they don't when they're when they're not experts in energy right they need to listen to their constituents which is a fresh idea in this day and age yeah so and we're seeing this you know push from all sorts of environmental people um that they're they're just trying to get rid of all fossil fuels in a community even though their alternative isn't cleaner than what they're currently using so yeah, we we definitely have to do something, but we just we can't uh, we can't just ban the clean energy choices that we already have. You want to do something? You don't want to do something really powerful and impactful, you know? Do something about wood burning and, and yes, solid fuel burning like like the the biomass um, wood and coal and uh, you know. Oil, diesel, that, those are the things we need to clean up, which, and we can do quickly. You want to hear the best bad idea I've heard in a while? <laughs> it's the best bad idea. Um, let me run this story down. The manager of a Brooklyn warehouse was charged with reckless endangerment after fire inspectors nabbed him with a stash, ready, of more than 900 propane cylinders in one warehouse stacked from floor to ceiling. Oh, uh, the guy's name is Mohammed Mohammed. And I, what's that whole thing where you're not supposed to trust a guy with two first names? Oh, boy. Okay. Well, actually, that might be two last names. So that actually might be okay. <laughs> anyway, he runs a warehouse and was arrested after fire inspectors uncovered the combustible stockpile of 20-pound propane tanks. Again, stacked floor to ceiling. Um, it, you know, Mohammed admitted that he was doing this to... Uh, Basically, wanted to sell them to someone else, who was in turn selling them to pro, uh, selling propane to New York restaurants, so they could heat their outdoor uh, patio areas. Well, because indoor uh, dining is not an option anymore because of the pandemic, and it's a you know I, I appreciate the uh, capitalist idea, but to have over nine hundred canisters stacked from floor to ceiling in one room, one little leak and a and a spark. Yeah. Not not a, not a good idea. You don't you don't want to store those cylinders inside. Well, not one or two. we're not talking one or two. We're talking almost a thousand in one building. Well, this is what happens when uh, you know a, a city that puts a puts a ban on on propane inside their city. You got somebody that's got a bright idea. Hey, I'm going to make some money. I'm going to go get these filled up outside the city, bring them in, and start dis- distributing them. But yeah, that's uh, that's. I appreciate the idea. It's it's very creative. Thankfully, thankfully that didn't n- nothing happen there. But there's so many other ways to get your to get your propane, and that's why we have the find your propane tab on our on our website, so that you can if if you need to find gas, if you need to find some propane and, and you don't know where to get it. Uh, go to our where to buy link and yeah. we'll give you a, a good, reliable source that's not some guy's little warehouse trying to trying to make a few bucks on the propane rations. Uh, all in all, <laughs> uh, you know, he actually his punishment, he was released on a desk appearance ticket. Yeah. It's a good time to break the law in New York, folks.
It's a good time to break the law. Well, you know, and actually this kind of uh, reminds me really quick as we wrap up the show uh, that uh, we talked about that link that's on KSL uh, in uh, Salt Lake that uh, shows all of the different um, restaurants that are uh, utilizing outdoor dining with propane heat. Yeah, we uh, we just gave away the, the propane heater to our contest winner. Propane's being used all over the place right now to keep your restaurants open. That link on that website, uh, KSL, shows where all the, the restaurants are that have outdoor, heated outdoor dining. It's kind of a, a cool little tool. We got that up on the State of Energy. But if you're looking to expand your outdoor dining options, if you're a restaurant owner, you can find heaters, you can find propane tanks, you can get propane, and you can bring in people to to be a patron at your store. So keep your business alive and, and going. Propane, it's clean, abundant, affordable, and American. And uh, we are the State of Energy. Tom Clark, Executive Director with Rocky Mountain Propane Association. Thank you for your wealth of knowledge. Thank you, sir. It's always a pleasure to be here. And we are always online at thestateofenergy.com. Mm-hmm.